Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody welcome in to a friday morning edition of the dnvr rapids podcast presented by evoca tv the homies thank you i'm your host mitchell carroll and we got an all-star lineup today all-star lineup wow. of course the art director for all city network rapid season ticket holder and coca-cola starlight consumer downtown Dwayne brown in the house my guy what's up catch up fans oh wherever you are out there i support and love you despite what mitch says <laughs> oh man what a way to start that is awesome um and joining us today we kept it in-house had to this is we could not have picked a better supporting cast for today's show. As he said on Twitter, he's studied this his entire life. He's prepared nonstop. It's the true. man with a hat for every occasion. <laughs> the GM of DNVR Sports. We have Andre Simone with us, bud. Let's go. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. This um, is uh, big. Yeah. Of the all-time starting 11, interviewed three on multiple times shared a press box with another many times and um yeah super dialed to talk valderrama connor casey omar cummings i am so ready man I, i've never worn this hat with more pride than than on this episode it so is very it is excited. A, dare i say a perfect hat um we're gonna get into of course he was just talking about the all-time 11 we're gonna get into the controversial and widespread dnvr jersey graphic nearly tore the office in half irreparable damage to some relationships it's true um all Dwayne's fault who designed it quite so literally need to put that out Dwayne's yeah. fault yeah um yeah. and that's okay we're gonna get into things <laughs> we're gonna get into the rapids that we think had a good case to make it had we included teams outside of the four uh sports and then, but before that, we have, we're going to talk 
the Ralph Prezo hype train because it's leaving the station, baby, and we are on board. Let's go. And uh, before that, we're also going to get into some transfers. Definitely not for the Rapids, but there's been some, there's some DP movement. There's some big names going out. There's some big names coming in, and the Rapids are standing pat relatively, and they only have until Thursday. Really quick before that, did any of you get to watch the U.S. Open Cup semifinal? Sacramento hosting Sporting Kansas City. 0-0 through extra time. Sack beats Casey 5-4 on penalties. They're going to Orlando for the final. Our guy Omar Gonzalez, who is who runs the um sorry, runs the communications department with the Rapids, came to the Rapids from SAC FC, so he's hyped. I'm hyped. How are you guys? Did you guys get a chance to watch it? Did you get to see it? What are you are you guys stoked to see a team like that make it? These cups have been crazy, man. First crazy. we saw, um, you know, the Canadian Cup had some had some wild results there. Oh yeah, uh, it's really I, it makes such a great case for the U.S. the the Open Cup. I mean, we honestly, I think the MLS should do a better job of promoting it and getting those you know live streams and broadcast out because this is this to me is one of the things that's most exciting about us soccer it's been fun with ph and x on board following the rising and them being in the mix on stuff like that um but yeah wild man i mean sacramento uh crazy sacramento republic fc Dwayne, you shook your head you did not watch i take it i didn't watch it no that's okay we're not gonna spend too much time on it i'm feeling sad and guilty that's okay look it was a it was a late night it was a late night uh, I set down my feet, uh, my Xbox controller playing my dumb League Two to Champions League challenge and watched it on my phone on ESPN Plus because I was it was still tied late. I wasn't even going to give it the time of day. I thought Kansas City was going to go in there because that's all they have left to play for. Um, you love to see Graham Zusi being the one to miss the penalty at the end too, right? He 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 missed the fifth, Sack steps up and takes it. It was uh, pretty awesome scenes man scenes so hopefully they can go into orlando and get it i think that just speaks to the depth of soccer in the country speaks to mm-hmm. the entertainment factor that it can fill these summer sports that a lot of sports fans think is a dead time nope we got awesome cup runs we got all sorts of stuff going on in the soccer world so anyways moving on um transfer news this week you had some some in some out um castellanos leaving nycfc to go to spain to go to man city's other property um you saw um josie leave to go down to um puebla in mex in mexico you see um uh sorry um who did they just added a dp austin just added a dp from uh, Sao Paulo, Emilio Rigioni. Um, you see the yep. uh, LAFC arms race. You see Toronto adding half the Italian national team, um, which means Dre is now officially a Toronto FC fan. Um, I, I never <laughs> left since Jovinko. So, yeah, really I think Michael Bradley might be an adopted son. I don't know if you guys saw he was doing a live translations of Insigne, who's doing. He doing speaks that Italian, thing. yeah. Yeah, Insigne is just refusing to speak English, so he can definitely say very basic stuff. <laughs> that is so um, funny. <laughs> and Michael, Bra- you know, instead of like hiring a translator, Michael Bradley is just there translating in the locker room. I love that. Yeah, 
yeah um i guess i say all that to say Borg Borg came out and spoke to mlssoccer.com um everyone i've talked to around the club the message is the same we are busy like get ready we're going to be active the word is was active and the word was busy both of those were used from Porg to the media from from staffers to us um i think the players have been expecting it they you know i heard that they were kind of asking like what's up what's happening with it um and uh it's it's they got less than a week right they have the only slot they have open i believe is a dp slot they might also have a regular uh, just a regular roster spot open because um in the transfer, and I found this out last week when I was asked when I was asking around the homegrown status of Prizo, he comes over as a homegrown, even if he's not a Rapids homegrown player. So I complimented the Rapids on their development That's of their huge. homegrown talent, Ralph Prizo. Yeah. Um, there's so Price is one DP slot, and then you have obviously Giassi Zardis in a DP slot. Do you do are they do you think I'll start? with Dwayne because he has been sitting in those seats for seven years watching them not use DP slots. Does that slot get picked up in the next six days? I have no idea, <clears throat> but I will tell you what's weird. I'll, I'll tell mm. you what's, what's different this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Man, you just like totally smashed my brain on that one. Sorry, that's the best meme in the world. I know. What's going on there? <laughs> um, anyway, I tell you, the, the thing that is different this year is that the Rapids have a long history of not doing a good job with announcing new players and having literally everyone on the planet announce it before them. Mm -hmm. So I think it's one of two things. Um, you know, there's been communications changes over there, which I think are a great thing. Good people there. Um, so they're doing either a good job of, you know, keeping it close to themselves and, and announcing it properly, um, which I think is a great thing for the club um, from, you know, front office and, and communication standpoint or they're they're not doing anything <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that it's the former obviously um because i think we all would like to have something right now um with the season being kind of hmm, right now like to have a little bit of excitement um plugged in would be great uh, but also i think it's good for the club just to to show that they've they've got it um wrapped up and they're going to release it on their terms so thinking strictly outside the player. Like I like to look at organization as a whole. Um, I do hope it's that former because uh, I think that'd be a, a nice win in addition to the player for, yeah. for the Rapids as well. As far as me, like I have no idea, man. Like sure. I just, I, I have completely clueless to whether or not they're going to do something or, or not, you know? Yeah. Um, now Dre, yeah. you've, um, you've been following slash covering this team for a long time. I think there's a, a perception of the Rapids that they don't go get players, but I, I disagree. I feel like every couple of years they make a pretty big splash. They've already made some pretty good high profile moves, even in the last calendar year. Mm -hmm. um, they're super active last transfer window. And that's sort of yeah. what shaped them into that one seed. So I don't think it's crazy to expect one or two moves here in the next week. 
No, and they've got the international slot. Um, we also need to remember, like, well, it's not a DP spot. Max was a record transfer fee. Um, that was no small economic commitment. The GAM commitment they made to Jossie is definitely notable as well. Um, so I wonder, you know, I wonder how many bullets they have in the chamber to really make a massive move for a DP. I do think in a very poorig way that they'll fill an international slot. Maybe it's not a DP slot, but it's one of those, you know, we've our scouting's gonna find that guy, an Estevis type max type um signing. And the other thing I'm interested in talking to you about, Mitch, is what as far as bullets in the chamber, especially mm -hmm. for inner league trades. So just right. you know, a swap yeah. similar to the Jossie deal. Mm -hmm. Who are the guys whose bags are most pack, packed and have like, eh, we've, we've got an extra toothbrush just in case right. we get. I mean, there's a... there's one guy that's been in our comment section and been on our show a lot. Everyone wants Latif Blessing from LAFC. As they load up that midfield, he is going farther and farther down the list. Um, mm -hmm. Every time I've brought him up uh, to to folks around the club, they're like, they're like, oh, like, that doesn't even make any sense. Like he just is, you know, cause he had that post about, you know, like everyone kind of read it 10 million different ways. Right. Um, they were reading about it uh, as he just misses Ghana, right. His wife can't come over due to some, uh, or at least that's word on the street is that his wife can't come over due to some immigration stuff um, that like his family can't come over due to some immigration stuff. Um, either way, if you're stuck here, why would you want to be stuck in the, you know, in, in a situation like that where you're not playing because he's not going like LAFC is not going to be starting him going forward. There's no cups left. There's no, you know, there's only playoffs. He's going to be at best a 60 minute sub going forward. So to me, it just makes all the sense in the world, right? Like to me, it's just like, like, like do it, like, yeah. like pull the trigger. Why not? Um, the other one that doesn't, there's no rumors around it, but to me makes a lot of sense. And you've already worked with them several times as Columbus is asking about Darlington Nagby. Um, and if he, is available there i think I just a safe high floor yes low mistake mls vet right like that's the mm -hmm. guy i really like and i haven't brought him up yet because there isn't a rumor there you know per se there's nothing that says he's available or that he's out there um but i think nagby fits the profile of what's missing from this team which is possession yeah. which is low floor low mistake veteran steady right like straight mm -hmm. like don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just play your game. Doesn't matter if you go up a goal, down a goal, um, because I feel like this team's so reactive, right? They go, it's 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 a roller coaster every game, oh. and I think filling that. And as much as I want to see, you know, Ralph take minutes, which is, I mean, he's been starting. He's been, you know, it's um, it's just, uh, I I think the move is get a guy for for the next three months that is a pure MLS vet that can hold down that spot. To me, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And then I think, you know, for the bigger, splashier moves, both Sammy Vines and Cole Bassett have, uh, you know, potential transfer fees coming down the road, mm -hmm. potential, mm -hmm. uh, you know, percentage on on resale and what have you. So that's where all of a sudden the doors could really open up. But I think you're a bit more in standby when you talk about like international transfer fees and yeah, and the options available. Yeah. So and I'm for but... those guys. Are you are you thinking like swaps? trades like what 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 
what assets do they have available to make um, those kind of moves? I mean, they're sitting on a mountain again. They, you know, for as much as they spent on Max and they've spent on on guys, they Porig is just like a magnet for Gam when it comes to to, to transfers. He mm-hmm. just pulls in just a ton, and um, you know that that is by far their biggest. And yeah. and a team like LA, which has spent a ton of money, would probably really welcome right. a million in Gam to for blessing because you know or more like they can spare it right yeah. they they could also trade that international slot well would blessing fit in that i don't know if he's i guess blessing would because he's from ghana so i, I guess he would take so. that international slot yeah. but he could probably you know there's 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 moves to be made in terms of roster structure porg is kind of a genius when it comes to the ins and outs mm-hmm. of the complicated mls structure yeah. of building a roster um you know cody and the saying give me pass it back i guaranteed feanor is going to to pull the trigger on the buy at the end of that loan. Um, they've kind of built their roster over the summer for that. But I do think if you are looking at Europe, I think loans are possible, especially in this last week, because most of the big moves have happened in Europe already, right? Mm-hmm. Preseason tours are, are mostly done. Teams are getting back and going to have a couple more friendlies at home. Cups are starting this weekend, like Germ- you know, Deutsche Pokal starting this weekend. So rosters are taking shape. And if, the, if there's guys that... Um, you know, are just kind of a little lower down the totem pole than expected come the the start of the season. Maybe you can snag a late transfer from a Belgian club, Dutch club, yep. you know, right. lower level mm-hmm. Italian club, you know, whoever just doesn't yep. feel like their prospect is going to get the stuff because here's the other thing. It's a short term loan, right? Like October, you can send them right back. Yep. So why not? Like that, that, that to me is where he can really shine. For sure. And at this level of world football, deadlines make deals. Like yep. nothing gets done until there's that urgency and then you finally have to move. So I think, you know, things have been kind of a uh, no news thus far, but I-, I do expect things to really ramp up here. I mean, my Manchester United is going to give me a heart attack on transfer deadline day. So um, that's going to happen there. Um all that said, unless if they don't make that move, and Dwayne, you're gonna you're gonna love this this section, I think, because um, if that move doesn't happen, it's Ralph time, baby. It is the Prezo train is leaving the station. He oh. played 45 in his first game, played 60 in his second game. Um, I spoke with him uh, after practice this week. Uh, we talked for probably 10 ish minutes, but. Um, he feels totally settled in the way he was speaking. It's not just like, you know, one guy, one vet has been like, Hey, I got you. Like he said, the entire team is hitting him up, asking if he needs anything, um, asking, you know, like helping him settle into Denver. Um, like he's, he's just been football, football, football. Um, it, it seems like they are all in. And I learned that he has been, he has known Frazier since he was yeah. like 14 years old crazy so he's already feeling comfortable there and frazier obviously does because he started me he started a 19 year old immediately in max spot um well look at how long it took for any of the other new additions to get regular play minutes oh yeah i mean max it took three months right right i mean the the defender you love took a while to integrate him you know um i mean everyone across the board yes that is instead boom hit the ground running immediately getting minutes at his age which i think i mean that tells you everything you need to know about how frazier feels about yeah and like like mitch said 
you know, during the uh, State of the Club meeting a couple weeks ago, um, they talked a bit about Prezo coming in and, and Fraser was very upfront saying like, I know who we have in Prezo. I've worked with him since he was an academy um, player. And so he had mentioned, you know, I've known him since he was 14, 15 years old, um, you know, and he's he's been pretty close with them. So Fraser was, was I, I think, pretty heavy um, on being excited about that trade and, and bringing him in as a part of it. And, you know, Porg spoke to it too, as far as, you know, having had his eye on him for a while. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, they made the offer and, and when it happened, they, you know, it was, sounds like it was a pretty quick, pretty quick thing to agree on. So um, they're all in on Prezo. Um, I am too. I think in a couple of years, like Prezo is going to be, he's going to be the face of the, of the club, you know, or one of the top faces of the club. Like I think that dude is the real deal. And I think he really fits in. And this is the interesting part to me is, is we came into the season thinking that Frazier really wants to run out this 11, one specific way, right? Basically five defenders, two attackers, two, you know, two full-time attackers. And then, you know, it's a, a not crowded midfield, but you know, three in the midfield, it seems like Rubio as that, you know, that attacking midfielder, but can drift back a little bit is the move, right? Especially once you brought in Zardes. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden you need two, you know, almost two sixes really, right? And so you can play Price and him together. And as Wanner says, he's got the dog. He's got the dog in him. He's got the snarl. He's got the look. He, he just sends rockets like he 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 has everything written about him is is fan favorite in the future and he's gonna have every opportunity he's our kind of midfielder mitch yes. it's uh that's my guy kind of, he's actually the kind of uh midfielder that both our european clubs could really use that physical you know dog in the middle um yeah you're not wrong yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> all in yeah, all in, hundred percent. And and Dwayne said it right. I think if this is a long term piece. I don't think he. I don't think any European team is going to come in and swoop him in the winter or next summer, right. barring just an explosion. And I do think he has a pretty high ceiling. Like I think if he wanted to, he could go make a living in Europe playing soccer. Um, but no, there's no future timetable on that, right? right? Like he literally left his childhood home. He was still living at home with his parents when this trade happened. He had to pack up his his room from his childhood home and move to Denver. Um, he's just getting out of the hotel. He got his his apartment this week, right? So like he's going to be even more settled in. Um, uh, it like I think this is one of those ones where he's like, "Cool, I found a spot. I have a coach, right? Yeah. They they wanted me." And he said that yeah. in in one of his answers to me this week is like, "I they wanted me. Like mm -hmm. Fraser wanted me. Porig wanted me. This was like I I knew I was the target in this move." Right. right and obviously the the mac being a canadian i mean stars i mean i don't know how canada feels about their national team but i feel like he is one of the faces of that team along with davies right so um it just kind of was like it worked on a club level it worked on two players levels right like those kind of moves come in and now you pair him with a guy like jack who already everyone loves right yeah. like loves um and all of a sudden you have like a, an extremely likable, marketable and talented midfield. And can you play off of price? Like we haven't seen that yet. Price right. was uh, leading the team in like the physical part of practice this week in terms of 
you know, like the little shuttles and, and ladder drills and, and stuff like that. He did not participate in from when I was there, at least he wasn't participating in like the, the actual set pieces and four on fours, stuff like that. Do you see that as a fit? Because it kind of has to be if we're fully all in. When you want you to start with price back or not back? Yeah, with price back. So assuming what? So Acosta gets the boot, or does Preso get the boot? Like it, you know, you have to make that work. Yeah. I mean, to me, it seems like a much more natural fit and balance off of price. You know, then that was always kind of no uh, Preso. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I think yeah. I think that's been the awkward fit with a lot of this midfield is you don't really have you didn't really have the guy to pair next to um price because you felt kellen's absence um and his ability to kind of move around you felt bassett's absence and his versatility and yeah i mean it, it hasn't really worked with acosta in my mind mac was an awkward fit at times and was finding his role a little more and obviously you know we've moved on from that so he to me feels like a much more natural fit than what they've had thus far this season Right. And it does feel like they sort of forced Mac into a role where maybe he wasn't. Yes. Right. Like that's not where he should play on the field. Well, um, he was asked to fill like three positions at once and it was just like, it's not happening. And they were still fluctuating through those, you know, through those, those formations like that, you know, they were going to five, two, three, they were going to five, three, two, they were going to, you know, and then they all of a sudden this four three three came out of nowhere when everyone was hurt when you expected them to not use that at all, right? And now and now it does seem like this four back line price or um Acosta in with Preso mm -hmm. with Rubio above them, right? Like that that yes, that attacking foursome has just been too potent. Whether or not they've you know put up the goals, still haven't scored three goals since the Atlanta game in March, but it's pretty clear that that four will work together. So can Preso connect the dots, right? Like you saw some rookie mistakes from not rookie mistakes, but youth mistakes from Gus in Seattle, just a couple, not a ton. Right. Um, Max has obviously struggled with, I think the change of, of physicality from Brazil to the MLS. Um, but can you, that is the other, that's the other factor in the future is, is, you know, you spent, you invested in Max. Can, can Max and Preso occupy the same midfield? Dwayne, what have you seen there? Have you, I mean, is that something you see working? I mean, I can't really speak to that. Like I, I would rewind to like what we were saying as far as like Preso and stuff and even call out some of the comments. Cause it's kind of where, where my head is too with um, uh, Zach and Cody kind of both feeling that, that Prizo is going to start over Acosta if if Price is back. I mean, he you should. Know, yeah. We've we've said this many times, Mitch. Like Price and Acosta don't. They're too similar. Yeah. Like they're too much the same guy. Yeah. Um. So it's not a great pairing. So it's kind of one or the other there. You know, if we need to sub off, um, which which is nice to have that depth. You know, for this season, especially with Price out. Um. But. I, I kind of feel the same as what, you know, um, Cody and Zach are saying with, I, I, I think it's going to be Preso and, and Jack when, when he's back and, um, you know, Acosta maybe being a late sub if they need to, you know, bring price in at, with limited minutes, you know, depending on 
the calf injury, you know, whatever that, what is going on with that. But I do think that's it. I mean, and for me as a fan, like that is it like price and Prizo, like I'll take that all day, all day long. So that would Love be it. awesome. I'm excited to see it. I almost wonder if Max is in a tough spot to where his two natural positions are the two best players on the team. So, you know, he'd be best as the backup to Jack, to Jack Price, as, you know, that deep line playmaker. But obviously Price is like playmaking. The, the A plus, and, A plus version. Yeah, yeah. free kick yeah. and just the, the, the tactical discipline that Max obviously I think is behind. And I think his, his other natural spot would be where Rubio is. And obviously Rubio's just having a phenomenal season. True um, renaissance. It's pretty cool. It's cool to see. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, you got to kind of figure that out. You got to kind of, you almost wonder if Lewis can, can keep this strong form through, through the end of the Mm -hmm. season. If you could maybe capitalize on that contract and a transfer out and put Max up top on the left side um, where he likes to use that left foot and get a little, you know, get a little, cause he likes to drift that way. Anyways, the problem is Lucas also likes to drift up on the left and Lewis likes to hang back to make those runs. And then all of a sudden you have three guys in a small space. And, and like you saw it at the end of that Seattle game with max, where he was trying to get, you know, like he really, he has the sauce, he has the finesse, he has the skills, but he has, he's like a baby deer trying to trying to learn how to use them. Right. He went, he did like the triple step over into nothing and just got completely stonewalled in like the 80 something minute, a turnover that took, you know, two or three minutes to get back into attacking position and it's, you know, it just, it's not, it's not, I think it's getting there. He's definitely fitting in with the team. That's another thing I saw this week. Okay. So Max got a new car, um, which I don't know if I'm, I think I can say that he got this sick new Audi. And so now all the guys are like all his friends on the club are making him drive from the locker room to the practice field. And like five guys are piling out of this Audi. Um, uh, yeah, like you see big old Gus coming out of this, like, you know, short Audi. It's really funny. Um, so he's definitely fitting in. He says what's up to everybody. He doesn't have much more than like, you know, like a hey and a thumbs up. Um, I think he has more Spanish than Portuguese or than English. Right. Um, but he's definitely fitting in with everybody. You see him in Giassi kind of bullshitting, even though I think there's a massive language barrier there. Um so I do I, I think long term I still like Max as the fit, but short term it's crazy that Preso, who seemed to be a long term fit in Toronto, yeah, is all of a sudden just like a plug and play, let's go piece. Yeah. Um yeah. I did not see that coming, right? Like the Toronto fans were all saying, like, oh man, like yeah, you would have like, you know, they keep bringing in guys ahead of him, but he's such a talented player getting promoted up from the from the academy. Um, that eventually he would contribute. And I mean, I expect him to be playing 90 once he's to, to altitude fitness. Um, yep. So hype trains leaving the station. I think everyone at DNVR, we can officially say is on board the preso train. Um, let's go. So choo choo baby. Um, I just want to point out Mark H's board. comment there. Mark H's comment about Fabrizio. We, the day Fabrizio tweets about the rapids will be a glorious day for us soccer heads on twitter um love of fabrizio here we go um here we go juan mata to the rapids just kidding that was Wanners' fake rumor um shout out Wanners on that one he had some people going there um we're gonna dive in to the jersey number 
the best jersey number segment here in a second. But first, we got to talk about the homies from Ivaca TV. The best, the best partners you could ask for. Um, they have a whole new way to deliver sports programming right to your TV. They carry altitude. So you can catch this last season. You can watch cello get break down the pids one last season. Um, I know Dwayne's a big, big fan of the Brit doing play by play there. I am. Big time, big Huge. time fan. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, look, they have it all. You can catch your boys of summer. You can catch your pids, but more, you can also catch your Rockies. If you're a Rockies man, hopefully you didn't watch it last night, but you could have on Ivaca TV. And that's the point. Um, it's uh if you go to avaca.tv slash dnvr you enter promo code dnvr there that's two times dnvr getting in there you love to see that um you will get ten dollars off your first three months that is fifteen dollars a month for three months that carries you through the end of the pids season so um you can dvr it and you can be a sicko just like our guy yaya who's currently on a beach in the yucatan uh he watched that seattle loss three times on his evoca dvr because he is just truly a a glutton for punishment um but he uh you know he uh he's smart because he has evoca and he doesn't have to spend a ton of money to get quality sports programming in his house uh go to evoca.tv slash dnvr use promo code dnvr do it do it now do it thank you evoca tv for the sponsorship um all right we're gonna get into it right there right in the corner Dwayne's pointing at him um we're gonna get into it let's go um this was the day of days at dnvr like like man um there it is Oh no. There, there it, is. it is. Look at that. 154 <laughs> retweets, 112 quote tweets, 1200 likes. Um countless arguments and people saying that we're idiots for picking one thing over the other or a lot of people saying proof that no one like no one's really a Denver sports fan. Like, okay, guy with no interactions on your quote tweet making fun of us. Um just kidding. Thank you for interacting with DNVR Sports on Twitter. We appreciate it. Like and follow. Um I was adamant from the beginning of this of getting the Rapids in there. Um, personally, I don't think you need to include colleges if you include professional soccer, but the non-soccer heads felt that that opened up the door for everybody, and I think that's fair. We kept it to the four, right? I do think even if you only keep it to the four, there are still there were still two fantastic arguments, and I want to get those ones out of the way. Number the, the easiest argument the on this were the bookends. The easiest argument was number ninety nine. Was Andre Shinyashiki? Oh, we're gonna start there. Why not? It's the easiest one. We can get it out of the way the fastest. That was the easiest one. He was MLS Rookie of the Year. Has the DU goals record. Should have been ninety nine. I've never heard of Shane Dronet. I'm sure he was a fine Denver Bronco. Um, but an early nineties defensive end who didn't have much of a lasting impact. I felt it should have been Shinyashiki. I got overruled pretty hard and that's okay. That's fine. Dre disagrees because Uh, you didn't want to just see Andre on there, right? Yeah, it would have, it would have almost bastardized us, including the Rapids and only including Shidishiki, who to me isn't a top 50 Rapid all time. Mm, No, but he's probably the best 99 on the Rapids of all time. Sure. Sure. That's true. Um, which is the exercise, right? Like, it's not the best players. Those are some fantastic legends who didn't make this list. 
right? Amazing legends, yeah. Like big time. Skywalker Thompson or oh, 33. Man. And sorry, you like Michael Jordan's favorite basketball player isn't making this list with with Patrick Skywalker. Watt, right, right. Yeah. Like it's just it would have been cool if we somehow put Sky Wa Kerr. <laughs> Right and just do the triple because I didn't. I just noticed that because it, it oh, does say incredible. Walker. You could have just done Sky, you know. But um, yeah. I mean, it, it's tough, and and we'll get into the true Rapids legends. The other one I thought because if you notice number one there, that's Jason. That's uh, Jason Elam, yep. legendary Broncos kicker. I yes. I have no hate in my heart for Jason Elam. There's there's I I he is a legend. He is an all time NFL level scorer, not just Broncos. Is he the all time Broncos scorer? Um, I think Prater might have got Prater or even McManus might catch him too. But, right. Um, but I mean, as he, like if you grew up during those great Broncos teams, he was your kicker. 100%. And he'll always be like, anytime a kicker misses a kick, you'll be like, man, I miss Jason Elam. Yes, 100%. Because it just felt like that dude never, ever missed. Yes. But if you notice, two, two spots away there, Allen Iverson. Now, granted, he averaged, what, 26, 27 a game in Denver, was an all-star in his seasons not the one he got traded in obviously but he's mostly there because he's out in iverson right like like we can't not put out iverson on there right mm-hmm. so so my argument is if we have Allen iverson on there because he's out iverson you got to have tim howard on there because he's tim howard not because he was great although he was an all-star um he he quickly went up the all-time um shutout list uh, on the rapids shutout mm-hmm. list mm-hmm. um your argument was he wasn't even the best goalie on that on those teams, which is yep. fair. Um, but he was he wasn't bad by any stretch. He was he was an all star, and he's Tim Howard, right? I mean, arguably, and I don't think either one of you agree with me on this, but I do think he is the greatest American soccer player to to represent in the modern times. Um, and in my mind, as good as Jason Elam is, place kickers are place kickers, and Tim Howard should have got that number one. To me. Now, I don't think a lot of people consider him a Rapid. I do think Rapids fans are stoked that he chose the Rapids over right. 20-something other MLS clubs, right? But, I mean, walk through. Both of you were involved in this. This was early on in the in the discussion. This was when things were still civil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My, so it's got progressively <laughs> less less civil with the higher numbers. I think you, and let it be known, Dwayne and Mitch, the most uncivil of the bunch. Everyone else kept it pretty civil. These guys went hardcore, which I loved. Look, um, it's passion. It's and passion. I, I had my two strongest takes were. Houston Street over Jake Plummer at 16. Terrible because Jake, Jake Plummer <laughs> literally lost them uh, the playoffs and was replaced the very next offseason. Um, I'm smoking Jay Cutler, baby. And yeah, Tim Howard wasn't the best goalie on that team. They're making a run in 15. They add Tim Howard. Look, I pitched BSN. We're top of the table and they're about to add the greatest American soccer player of all time. We need to cover this team, and it is exactly what we did. Legendary stuff. Legends. Um, we'll always remember, you know, Steven Gerrard's final game as a professional, walking out alone at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Um, but, yeah, Tim Howard kind of felt like a kick to the nuts that, oh, we're finally getting a DP, and it's a goalie when it was the most, like, prolific defensive team in the MLS that year. And Clint Irwin was really having a monster season. Um, yes, you're right. 
The other counter argument at one is for everything you said about Tim Howard, we could say about Chauncey Billups in his first stint with the Nuggets. And the season he got traded as well. Right. Right. Um, So that's a young Chauncey who did not earn his stripes. Mm -mm. But again, it would be more of a career achievement award, much like Tim Howard's inclusion with number one. And again, had Tim Howard been the only rapid on this list, I feel a lot better than Shidishiki at 99. Sure, sure, sure. But it, it still feels like not quite right because he's he he's more included because he's one of the greatest American players of all time. For me, he's number two on that list, by the way. I would have Deuce one. Had right. you asked me in 15 when I was covering Tim and the Rapids, I would have thought Michael Bradley might have maybe snuck into number one by this point. Don't think he's done no, that. No, um, unfortunately not. That'd be actually a really fun argument to revisit in five years. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm a big Bradley guy. And big Jason Elam's just such an no, institution. And he's, institution of Denver, honestly, right? Like if Tim Howard had even spent, I don't know, two more seasons, you know, like if he were, <sighs> if he had just even a little longer, I don't think you can not have, I mean, the value of a good keeper of a legendary keeper is higher to me than the value of a legendary no place. Keeper. Oh, no doubt. Right. I mean, Dwayne, you watched him. I don't think, I don't think it's longevity that gets him. I think it's what hurts him is the team was only experienced success in the one half season. He was there. Yeah. And again, I mean, the thing is that the argument has to be like, is it based on his time in Colorado or is it the body of work and he happened to also play for a Colorado team? You know, um, I and, think we were strict and that's on where that. the chart. We weren't yeah. though, because that's why you just said Iverson is in there. Except for so, in the Iverson case. I think we were strict right, so, except for in the Iverson case. Yeah. So that's where, you know, it has and to Marcus be across Martin. the board and it, and it, and it's not, you know, so that's where the legitimate argument is for Howard is because, well, the rest of the chart is not, you know, it does have those, you know, um, DeMarcus Wares and, and Iverson's in there that look more at it like a full body of work. But um, aren't my Iverson's personal feeling on Howard well, yeah, and, and know, the number three is, is it, for Howard to me as a Colorado Rapid was a marketing move. And an Thank okay you. roster move. Thank like you. to me, it was it, eyes on the Rapids in a market that's so crowded with sports. I've I, I, even if it is marketing first, I think it's important. Super producer Kale just said, yeah, that, and, that, that the and, and that's a rap, that's a marketing yes. move. Like True. what you just said is eyes True. on the rapid. Like that's literally Kale was saying that the the threes weren't very crowded, so Iverson is the natural fit. I guess you would choose you would obviously choose Iverson over Ty Lawson, or I don't even know who the Rockies number three was if there was one. Um, I'd have yeah. to pull up the thing. There's no, there's Russell Wilson will have that spot in two and I, years. Um, and again, but, yeah. to me, Iverson's year and a half stint with the was Nuggets, it two and a half? I feel like it was two and a half. I, I think you're right. Two and a yeah. half. I think that was more. Oh, sure. I mean, he averaged than... 27 a game. He was an all star. Yeah. I think he only won one playoff game uh, in those two seasons, but that was more of a mellow George Carl problem than an Allen Iverson problem to me. To me. Yeah, and I mean the um, Western Conference and yeah. how stacked it was. Yeah, I like, think they went up against the Spurs in one and the Lakers in the other or something like that. So, And I'm sorry, um, DeMarcus Ware, what he did as oh, no, a Bronco, no, no, for sure, for way sure. more significant than anything Tim did. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, for Matt sure. Holiday's getting 
iced out by cargo for the yes. longevity as yes. a Rocky, you know. Um, I did see one before we get into that list you sent me, Dre. Um, someone said we need to get Yarby on there. He had a case at 50, I think, except he was much better at 22. He's been better at 22. He did come in at 50. Um, I still think AG's impact, um, especially when you saw that, what, week and a half where before Jamal Murray tore his ACL, he seemed like the perfect glue piece next to Jokic, and we'll hopefully see that this season. I think I think 22 is up for grabs. Drury was good, but I think if Yarby stays and continues his pace of just being a shutout machine, um, I think you'll see Yarby there at 22 at some point. Um, but go ahead and, and and I'll let you kind of leave the rest of this discussion. We'll, let's just go down your list and, and we'll, we'll, we'll sort of talk it out. Sure. Important um, to know before we go that every one of these answers is completely right and not debatable. Yeah. So don't even <laughs> try. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys want to make a case against Allen Iverson at three. Maybe the strongest case would be Drew Moore. Um, no, he doesn't have a case over it. I, I, I was just saying, I was just saying that there's a legacy pick there, but there wasn't enough competition, so it's not really a legacy pick because he was an all star the whole time he was here. Right. I was just kind of speaking to you could make that argument for Howard because he's a legend and Iverson is a legend, but Iverson was also yeah. really good here, and, and Howard was a one time all star, but he wasn't great. He was just good. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear I don't you. think Drew um, Moore would ever up take that three. No, Ever. I mean, you know, he's worn the captain's band. Uh, he's with, he's been with the team, and gosh, they're two most successful post cup yes. stretches. Um, yes, for sure, so that counts for something. Um, but he'll but never yeah, have the Iverson. He'll you're never, not beating that's a, Iverson. That's a tough to beat number. Russell yeah. Wilson, cross fingers. We'll take great that. Point. But, great yes. point. Yeah, <laughs> Russ would be a fun one. Um, then four, very next number, you know, Rob Blake gets it, and I think rightfully so, but Jeff Loranowitz and Robin Frazier, both epic number fours. Ooh, um, Robin Frazier, that's a good one. We didn't have any, I guess Walt Weiss was a manager, but um, you're Dan right. Izzel, the Dan Izzel also. 44, yep. there was a bit of an argument mm -hmm. tacked on. With, because you know, of his coaching coach. success, yeah. I think, man, that's a really good one. Blake, though, is Jeff, a lot. Jeff Lorenowitz yeah. is, I mean, again, and I, I'm not saying either one of these would, would, you know, go over Blake, but, I mean, Jeff Lorenowitz was just a centerpiece, you know, feisty. Oh, yeah. Feisty. Talk about having if, dog in if, him, dude. Yes. If, Lorenowitz if, to a T. there were questionable actions on the pitch, it was <laughs> – Jeff coming in hot, like you know, just a mainstay of the Rapids for a long man. Get time. that guy in skates and get him on that fourth line, just cause some problems on the ice, man. Let's go, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, a key to the 2010 cup run. Um, Jeff definitely is someone to mention here. It's just three seasons in Colorado, though. So, as epic as that really felt. It's just Gosh, that feels like a lot longer than that. Oh, I know, yeah. man. Wow. I know. Yeah. I am shocked yeah. by my own lack of knowledge on that. Yeah. No, having no, but there, you're right. Like <laughs> having been at almost every match during those three seasons and you know, before and after. He feels like, like such a presence was yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Um, and you know, five, we talked about cargo over holiday. Um, but to me, Kyle Beckerman does does deserve some love. Um, for me, coming up as a kid, 
Yeah. Like that was a dude yeah. I liked. Um, always, I think it's during the 2010 run. I can't remember what round, but I'll always remember him after they won a penalty shootout, flipping off the opposing fans. <laughs> um, Legend. You know, like Legend. Anytime you see him on the national team, <laughs> you felt great about him. The problem is if you're retiring that jersey, if you're inducting him in some sort of MLS Hall of Fame, I think he gets inducted as an RSL player, not a Rapid. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, no, he's yeah. he's so RSL and national team over the Rapids. He really is. But he, that guy, also another example of Daug. Um, oh, yeah, the ultimate yeah. dog. Ultimate dog because you either loved him or absolutely fucking hated him. No and there was doubt. absolutely zero in between on Beckerman. Yes. Yes. For me, it was hate. But... Um, well, there you go. Yeah, I, I yeah. honestly have a, I feel like that a bit, a bit about Pablo, and we'll get to that. At oh, five. Um, you know, because yeah, you know, we'll get into that. Okay, and now the nitty gritty. <laughs> Let's go. I think, Let's get into I think, it. Let's I think do it. nine and ten. We and. We had some massive arguments for Pitts, guys, and we got into it. Let's let's be sure we did ultimately decide to go with the big four. Yes, to to avoid. Um, I mean, look, guys, like from fifty on, it would have been a lot of like Rams and Buffs, D linemen, O linemen debate. Definitely, Buffs, O linemen probably could have got in there. Um, um, and you know, we you would have to include. Um, the mammoth, like you do have to. There was really only guy. one mammoth player at 22 gate, right? Like that's really the only one that has an argument and 22 is a pretty weak number. So that probably would have been an easy one, but like the big college names and Colorado, unfortunately doesn't have a ton of big college names, right? Like Cordell Stewart's not going to take 10. He didn't do enough. Right. Yeah. Um, Rashawn Salam at 11 would be yeah. intriguing. Yeah. yeah. Rashawn Salam is 19, right? So Tough. you're not going to, you're not going to you're not going to put him over Joe Sackick, even if you want a Heisman. Joe Sackick is the GOAT. Yeah. Um, and then Becky Hammond has a case at 25, but oh CHJ God. is also the, the the greatest defensive undrafted player ever. So, like, yeah, you know, he probably wins that argument, even how great Becky Hammond is. So, ultimately, do we want to put two Rapids on the, on the list? You know, then it almost right. doesn't feel right. Right. Um, and then there's DU Hockey, um, yes. you know, and... Where there's legends, like there are, no, but legends. they also probably lose because Denver has a ton of legends in sports in the big four. Right. I, and I mean, that's like we had these debates to make sure if there's a rapid to include, it would be at nine. It would be at 10 um, at nine. Obviously, Connor Casey, I think had we taken this to a vote, um, it would have been a 5-4 loss for Connor Casey yes. over Vinny Castilla. Yes. Um, Casey is a great case. He's a great great case phenomenal case he a he's in the the sweet spot where it's not like valderrama where a lot of peeps on twitter and on our staff might have been a little too young yes um connor casey definitely still resonates uh he was in that uh national team world he never played in a world cup but he was at least like at that level that was another hard thing um with some of these is Look, Vinny Castilla is legit one of the five greatest Mexican-born baseball players all time. You cannot say that about Connor Casey yeah. as an American-born soccer player. And I'm not even going to get into what's more valuable, being one of the greatest American-born soccer yeah. players or Mexican, you know, because then 
So that's where like Tom How- Tim Howard had a stronger case at one because he was a legit like tippy top. Like there were World Cups where he was one of the three best keepers in yes. the world. Yes. Um, and and that's where Vinny's gonna gonna beat out Connor Casey, even though Connor Casey with the 2010 run is uh you know has a legit case with the fandom and what he means to soccer in this town has a legit case. And it's to, just Vinny Castilla beats him out just barely. And to speak to that and to kind of just piggyback your, you know, before we got into to nine there is there are you can't see the arguments when you see this graphic up there, right? Like you like you don't see the list we have of who is also on the nine and who we considered and who we voted for versus didn't get it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't see who didn't get it, you just see the guy we put up there. So yeah. Casey has a great argument. It's not I don't think it's a good enough argument. And that's not his fault that Vinny that a Blake Street bomber also wore nine, right? If Vinny yeah. Castilla's favorite number was 70 whatever 11 you know 11 yeah. i think he gets it man yeah 11 he gets it 100 percent. yeah um okay so ne- what's 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 your next number on there 10 on that list 10 and so to me we could have made this nice and tidy gave valderrama 10 um he still has some franchise assist records um three-time participant in a world cup Right. So the the like he's not world class at the level of some of the others doesn't apply to him as it might to other rapids on this list because mm-hmm. he certainly was early he's, star of the MLS early abs- like like absolute early pioneer of the found, rapids, foundational right? MLS mm-hmm. level player and not just rapids, yes. although definitely for the rapids. He's I think he's the foundational uh, name in terms of big names. Right. Maybe, yeah. you know, um, but in terms of a league trying to establish itself among us sports you know there's a lot of early you know any older mls head is a valderrama fan almost unquestionably yeah absolutely um and then he's got the drip argument like the, oh at just sauce an sauce. iconic look swimming in sauce <laughs> and i mean taking laps in sauce that was a tiebreaker <laughs> on some of these whether we want to admit it or not some of these that had to go to a vote i voted against jennings because of sauce drip drip one out yeah um so it's it's an iconic look it's an iconic mustache afro bracelets yeah and i a world class player so many bracelets you know, he had like 10 so bracelets on look bracelets at that <laughs> i mean that's like everything. 10 bracelets that's like that's like a weird actor level number of bracelets no, those are the most 90s wrists like um, i've ever seen like that's like kieran culkin on the view level of bracelets, bracelets. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, next number on the list. But unfortunately, he loses out to Emmanuel Sanders and Dante Bichette. I think he would have beat, and his tenure with the Rapids is just too short. Yep. And recency bias goes against him because it was just a long, long time ago. I think people in the comments, and 10 was one that people said a lot. They were saying Bichette. I don't think the news about Bichette, which we don't have to break into here, but we all we all roundly said we don't want Bichette on there for those reasons. Um, and I think Emmanuel Sanders just... Emmanuel Sanders is a worthy... I mean, it, short time on the Broncos, but... His, but, his 10 years longer than Valderrama's, and he won more. No, see, there you go. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. Um, he was. I mean, yeah. he was awesome. He was yeah. unreal. 
I mean, yeah. absolutely unreal player. Um, signature touchdown with the big wave hand bow, right? Signature yep. touchdown um, uh, celebration. Um, can't be too mad about it. Although, shout out. Again, great rapid, great number 10. Probably not good enough to get the number. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, the other one that we didn't get into, but I think there's a legit, legit argument here. And I wish I would have dialed in a little more on this because my favorite rapid of all time is Omar Cummings. Hey. Um, I mean, who? Come on, Jamaican soccer? You kidding me? Let's all go. in, bro. Um, and in that 2010 run, to me, he was slightly more important than Connor Casey's. Also, just like classier and funner to watch on the pitch. The reggae um, boys. He loses out to Galarraga, uh, the big cat, man. And um, <laughs> and again, dude, that just sucks that he's number 14. And the big cat is yeah. number 14. It just, it sucks. What can you do? Like, I, yeah. it's tough. Um, and, you know, his, his highs were high, but I don't think he's as recognized or appreciated a name Mm-mm. as at least two of the names we've already um debated howard and casey definitely are more recognizable names um so it just would have been tough to put them ahead of ahead of the big cap that just would have been tough so yeah nope you're right um also to any argument that um you know why would you include colleges they're not pros they're amateurs look guys the (laughs) Guys on those buff teams were making more money than a lot of Rapids have made. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. And um, when you're winning a natty in Division I football, that is the second best American football league in the world. You can, at no point in its history, can you say that about the MLS. You can't say it was even top five. Um, So the pro versus amateur rings very hollow once you actually get into the deets and and dial it. I would say then that uh, college football is better than pretty much anything the Rockies have done. Yep, agreed. <laughs> if we're going to go with that argument, they've agreed. never even won their division, and it's back been to back to back to back to back years. to back to back so participants. Get your D line. That, that's where I'm going to challenge that argument. We're not getting into there's this. There's a lot of NL. Pen- <laughs> there's a lot of NL pennants here, though. You know, I've no stayed division, pretty quiet. But... I've stayed pretty quiet. There's but... a lot of NL pennants. You know, you're picking Look, and choosing. We're not. We're not division. ripping the bandaid off some of these healed scars. Um, <laughs> like let's let's just focus on these Rapids hey, players. I'm a man of let's sound get back to the Rapids. The Rapids that that could have been. Uh, Marcelo Balboa is not beating out Todd Helton. Yeah. No, yeah, Martin, yeah, Cello, we love Cello, man. We love, We're all, love him. You're not beating out the DUI doubles king. You're just not. And and um, maybe maybe the strongest case for a Rapids here, mm-hmm. like both with you know national team appearances, longevity with the club, just kind of being an institution. Now he's now he's an OG. Now he's a voice of the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him both in the booth and post game, pre game, doing interviews throughout the week. Um, you know, Cello would uh, have a strong case here. Absolutely. Unfortunately, Todd Helton is the Rockies to me as a pretty totally. much 
season ticket holder for their existence until recent years. Um, to me, it's Todd Helton and everybody else, even Larry Walker, who who's probably arguably the better baseball player, but Helton is is on Denver Mount Rushmore to me. So yeah. um, Helton is the all time Rockies. Yeah. That baseball. run where he almost hit 400 into what late August. Uh, yeah. I mean, just legendary, absolutely legendary. Yeah, for sure. Um, yep. All right, what else you got on the list there? 19, would you guys go Jack Price or Chris Henderson? Neither are beating Joe Pricey. Sackick. But... Pricey. Yeah, neither. Neither. I wouldn't even talk about 19 because Joe Sackick. That's the annoying part. It's like, yeah, Rashawn Salam should be included yeah. in this. Oh, wait, nope, Joe Sackick. Sorry, 19, the, gone. The Rapids, like, the Rapids' biggest flaw in this whole thing is poor number choices. It's not giving them numbers in the like 50s, 60s, every, 70s, 80s, yes, 90s. Every yeah. Rapids player, <laughs> it's their fault for not choosing to be somewhere in the 70s, 80s, or 90s on their jersey. And that's on them. Look, yeah. that's that's on every Rapids player. Knowing that this graphic was coming out, yes, they, they could have you know, channeled their career into this graphic if they had just chosen a better number. I mean, Derek Wolf retired today because he didn't get 95 over Berkey. So, you know, it's true. Yeah, it it is. uh, Yeah, it's a career defining choice to get on this graphic. And a lot of Rapids made the wrong choice on the back of their jersey. Uh, Do you got anyone between 19 and 25 there, Dre? None. I think really quickly, how many seasons of Yarbrough playing at this level before he's the 22? That's a great Claude, question. It's a pretty Did weak you? number, honestly. I mean, Drury's Claude good. Lemieux and, was the exclusion. Or Lemieux, not Drury. Lemieux. Oh. Lemieux's good, obviously, but short stint with the Avs, short but good, short but impactful. Um, how many seasons does it take of Yarby? He's already what three seasons deep. He, I think, barring a surprise transfer out, he will be the all-time shutout leader. Um, is all is this the the captain in place of Price if he's out? Um, you know, I think he's really cementing himself as a Rapids legend. Does it take three more seasons, four more seasons? Four to six, probably. I think but that's about right. Yeah. Don't you need to win some silverware? Yes, you do. You do. He should have. He should have been keeper of the year last year. He like should have sure. flashed. Should have been. Yeah. He was the best keeper in the league last year and didn't get it. Um, yeah. But you're right. I think Rapids need a cup with him in goal. The the problem is, why is there not a great 11? Um, yeah, you're right. There isn't a good 11 choice. Like, well, if, Rubio can be if he stays and, and continues to score at the level he's at be. this season. Um, yeah, Rubio could be that guy. Yeah, like, if be. Cummings was just 11, he, yeah, he's, or Casey, or you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that's probably Strange. it. Um, All right, let's get into the 25. Let's get into 25 because I think this is another great 25 is a surprisingly stacked number in this in yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Becky yeah. Hammond, yes. massive case. Um, yes. And yeah, Pablo Mastrandi. Yeah, Pablo. What, what can you say? Uh, and he wants silverware. Captain. There you go, right? Yep, he like, wants silverware. He's he's the captain raising the cup. The one star, right? The one star on the kit, right? W- World Cup appearances. Um, so, I mean, the, the resume's thick. The tenure with the club yeah. can't, be, can't be argued, even his time as a coach. Yeah. Um, you know, Even making though that now run he's a rival 15, coach, 16, uh, right? That, 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 <laughs> um, you know, and just uh, he's got that dog in him. He's he's the ultimate Absolutely. dog. Um, no one I've ever interviewed had the stare 
that oh Pablo had. It's so um, intense, dude. It's so scary. Just so frank and honest. I love that guy. Like, yeah, institution. I just can't cannot state how much respect I have for him. Um, but Chris Harris Jr. No, CHJ. It's it's insane what CHJ did as an undrafted corner from Kansas. It is insane. Absolutely, from a smaller Big Twelve football school to become an all decade team, the greatest undrafted defensive player in history, not even close. Um, you He's could almost, the second best guy on the no fly zone. Yeah. And I mean, you could almost call him the best undrafted player ever. If Rod Smith wasn't on the Broncos as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like he, he is truly, what he did is truly amazing. And it's tough in a sport with 22 players on the field to, to I think for people to truly wrap their head around what he did, but winning a super bowl, what he did as an undrafted player making the all decade team mm -hmm. um it's impossible it's in, like again it's just one of those numbers that it just sucks it just sucks that 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 was the number so poor number choices it's just yeah yeah um man i mean there's even even if you say take some high numbers right like uh 66 lucas if lucas is just that left back for for the next 10 years for the rapids you're probably not going to beat Tommy Nalen, right? Like, right? Like, you're probably not. Um, Great point. But Ralph Prizo, baby. Ralph Prizo. Ralph Prizo, 97. <laughs> I think Malik Jackson doesn't have a vice grip on 97. Right? I mean, he was yeah. great, but he doesn't. Yeah. It's not like he was. He was great because everyone else around him was even better, and he had opportunity to shine. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, um sort of rising tide raises all ships and, and he is one of those ships. Um, all right, guys, that's going to do it. If you disagree too bad, one, um, <laughs> we're correct. That's why we're on screen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think um, we laid out, we laid out the arguments, you know, there we did. it's just Denver's Denver's full of sports legends. Um, very close. Ralph Prizo soon to joining that legend. Status. That's right. Um, all right. We're going to plug some stuff. Dre, you're first. Plug away, bud. Man, just stay tuned uh, to the DMVR Rapids show. Mitch, Yaya, Dwayne, the whole crew doing an amazing job. And uh, check out our Rapids Takeover with yes. the great folks at C38. I can't believe we didn't say that. Oh, my God. I should have said that up top. What's wrong with me? Bro, really screwing that up. There at it the is. DMVR Locker right Whoa. now. Get your tickets while they last. Um, it's going to be so fun. Best be so tailgate fun. in all the land. Honestly, um, better than anything, you know, any any other Colorado sport. C38 does it right. All you can eat and drink included with this bundle we've got you. And then we're seating right there under the shade by the corners next to our guys at C38. White Just Rubio likes to celebrate time. a goal right yeah. there in front of you. Yeah. Um, against the Houston Dynamo? I think Woo! I think we can we can For a playoff this. spot? Right. For a playoff spot? Um, and we could openly mock the dynamo. Anyone can sing their dynamo chant. Um, <laughs> it's it's just Pennywise's Broham readapted. Yes. The dynamo. There's a deep cut for any Pennywise uh, fans out there. And um, I wonder where our age range is. I don't know if I don't know if they're listening to Pennywise. I don't either. I don't either. And you know, no one made a case for Clint Irwin over Tim Howard uh, with Sorry. all the controversy on this show. This is You're not controversial. Guy. It's yes. a baller time. 
on a baller yes. uh, place with some baller people. So we are very excited. Um, Listen to, to the NVR bets and watch the NVR bets. Dre will make you some money. Do that as well. Yes. Yeah. And the tailgate That's... coming up. You got tailgate soon. You're a month out from tailgates. Six Yikes. weeks out from tailgates. Yikes. The best Sunday morning football show, period. End of story. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Dwayne, go ahead. What do you got, bud? Man, I'm just, I'm right there with Andre. The takeover, get your tickets while you can. If Yeah, hang out with us. It's going to be super yeah, fun. If you're someone who usually watches the show and you just want to hang out with us and a lot of the guests that you see are all C38, um, now's your chance. Like, let's hang. Literally all of them. Just, all of them. Yeah. They'll all be there. Joseph's always there. We'll all hang out together. Devin. I bet you Matt and Brendan come down before we, we head over to the press box. Like they will all be hanging out every guest. Basically every single guest we've had will be hanging out there. Yep. Get there, get your tickets and uh, let's hang out together. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be just, it doesn't even matter what happens in the match because it's just going to be fun. It's yeah. gonna be so much fun. Um, we will not be. There's an update from what I said before. We won't be selling merch, so so I'll be pushing the scarf and the t-shirt link. So make sure to to get your up the pid supporter scarf. Um, I would absolutely love to see it. Yeah. Um, if you're showing up in that, you will be a certified DNVR Rapids legend. Um, so get over to DNVR Locker, get your swag. Go to DN, the DNVR.com, get your membership. Like and subscribe on DNVR YouTube page. Please, those thumbs up go a long way on the algorithm. Really help us out. It's a small thing. It takes no time. Just go ahead. It's right there, there, there-ish. Yeah. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave the guys a five-star review. Yes. That helps on Apple Pods as well. Yep. Follow me at Mitch underscore underscore Carol. Checkmark pending. It's coming, though. I feel it. Feeling checked out. Checkmarked up. Um, But more important... (laughs) Than any of those things. And we say it every time, and you already see it in the chat, baby. Up the pits. <laughs>